up, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. For those of you who might be tuning in for the first time, I'm currently a junior psychology major at Loyola Marymount, which is insane. It's crazy that it's already been two years. Um, but of course, I'm not an expert, but what I do is use what I've learned from experts and help give their advice in the context of my college experience in my own life to help out not only college kids, but people of all ages. Now, if you've ever asked any of these questions, why is time going by so fast? Or why do I never have enough time to do anything? Or why is this only happening to me? This will be a relevant episode for you, I promise. <laughs> and with the return to in-person college life, it's definitely been very exciting, but also difficult. Uh, there's some people that I'm seeing on campus that I haven't seen since I was a freshman. And that was a year and a half ago. And it's been very exciting, but it's also been a little bit bittersweet. You know, I was skating around last week during orientation and saw all these freshmen excited to move in. And I had such a weird deja vu. I realized, wow, time really does fly by. And I kind of was a little bit pissed off. I was thinking in my head, screw these freshmen. And usually upperclassmen don't like freshmen just because they're freshmen. But I was kind of jealous because that was like the first moment in my life when I realized how quickly time does go by. And I started thinking, wow, I missed an entire year of my college experience and I'm never getting that back. And then those thoughts just kept on spiraling. You know, being in quarantine was one of those times where it feels like the day-to-day -day goes really slow, but looking back, it feels like time flew by. And that was the case when I got on campus. I started thinking, wow, my graduation is closer than my first day of freshman year. And in that moment, I was like, that's just not effing fair. <laughs> I can't curse on here, that's why I say effing. I don't know what a midlife crisis is like, but that moment felt like a mid-college crisis for me. And it would have been completely different if we had last year on campus. I wouldn't have been that upset, but we didn't have last year on campus, which is a reality. And what I started doing and what I'm still doing is focusing so much on the time lost that it's getting in the way of the time I had. You know, going to a party and having a good time turns into, wow, I don't have that many parties left. Or me going out to eat with some friends triggered this thought like, in two years, I might only see these people once or twice a year. And I no longer was present and having a good time with my friends because I was too focused on the what ifs of the future. Not only was I doing that, but I discounted all the things I had going for me in my life. Because here I am, we're back on the college campus. And at this point, I've been in online school longer than in-person college. So I began realizing how quickly time flies by. And my mind kept saying, you gotta catch up. You gotta do more. You need to make up for the time lost. And it just went into this hyperactive, like hamster wheel type thing where all my thoughts seemed to be spinning, bouncing around because of something I couldn't control, which was COVID. Then I was like, I wish I wasn't such an overthinker. Why can't I just live, enjoy, instead of analyzing every single thing in my life? And I feel like we're often told the college years are the best years of your life. And I began panicking because I only have two years left. We're told that all the time. And that puts so much more pressure on me now thinking that and not understanding that there is life after college. So I kept going into this thought pattern, like I've got to keep doing more. I got to keep doing more when I was on campus for the first time. And I've talked to my friends and they've had a very similar experience to me, but here's some things I'm still learning and struggling with as we go along here. And the first idea is having neutral thinking. And I can tell you right now, that's something that I'm still working on every single day because my thoughts are so up and down and I can be very reactive to the environment I'm interacting with. So Tony Robbins always talks about this idea of positive thinking. You know, we always have this misconception that positive thinking is the best way, but 
he gives this example like if you're really positive and you're saying oh i don't have weeds in my garden i don't have weeds in my garden but you have a ton of weeds in your garden how is that going to help you at all because if you stay positive you're not going to do anything to change having weeds in your yard so that's the whole idea of neutral thinking is staying more action-based where you're not getting too low but you're not getting too high to the point that you're just ignoring what needs to be done and for me this is probably my biggest struggle is staying neutral because when things are going really well it feels like you're going to be there forever you're going to have those feelings forever and you ride off it and then the opposite happens where you're in a slump and then you start saying oh this is going to continue on forever it's never going to change and then you're constantly in this wave but what really helps me out is this idea of understanding this too shall pass. That's something my dad always says to me. And using it for not only when you're feeling bad, but when you're feeling good. Because if you can recognize that this isn't going to last, you'll be more appreciative of the moment and you'll stay in the present moment. And this is all going back to coming back to campus because there are two very different ways to look at the current situation that we're in after all the COVID stuff happened. And remaining neutral is a huge part of that. But first, let me just give you some examples of where I fall short in remaining neutral. So when I was back on campus, there was a time where I like ran into like 10, maybe 15 people that I knew in the span of like 20 minutes. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, it's great being back. And then a couple days later, I'm not running into many people and I see someone I give an enthusiastic hello to and they aren't enthusiastic at all. I don't know if you've ever had this where you're like really positive and then all of a sudden they just respond in a way that's just not great. And then my thoughts start becoming negative again. Why doesn't this person like me? Then I start thinking my friendships are going downhill. Like I start attaching it to my identity and then I start going into even bigger thoughts like I only have two years left to build better friendships and I just go into this panic mode. So going back to a college campus, since we're interacting with all these different external things that we didn't have to do last year, it's a lot more important to be neutral in our thinking because we have a lot more opportunities to not be neutral. And this guy, Trevor Moad, he has a book called It Takes What It Takes and he really puts it into perspective. He talks about three distinct states, what has happened, what is happening, what will happen. So when we're coming back to campus, we could be focusing so much on COVID's impact on our college experience. This is all tying it back. But if we want to be neutral, we can break it down into these three states. So what has happened? COVID took away over a year of normal college life. There's nothing we can do about it. And the example I'm about to give, you might be like, why the hell are you using this as an example? But I think coming back to campus is kind of like coming back from a sports injury. So in sports, let's just say someone could have been really getting into a groove. Physically, they're in better shape than they've ever been in. And they're feeling good about the upcoming season. But then they tear their ACL. Let's just say hypothetically. Done for the year. They come back. And a lot of the times with injuries, from when I've experienced them, it's tough because you focus on the what ifs. You could be saying, what if I was actually healthy last season? What could I have done? And it's the same thing now. I was building relationships, having a great time, getting into a rhythm, and COVID threw that, all that off course. And now I can't help thinking about all the fun times I could have had last year. But the reality is COVID affected it. There's absolutely nothing we can do about it. And that's the first part, recognizing this was out of our control. It's happened and we can't change that. Now, second one, what is happening? We're back on a college campus. There's so much excitement going on. 
And we should be more grateful that we're spending time at a place we love. And I also think that it could be a lot worse than it is. See, if no vaccine rolled out, it could have even been longer. So pulling that back to the what is happening part of our lives is really important. And then what will happen? This is where problems start to happen. The language in the what is happening stage is impacting our results in the what will happen stage. And it's really important to separate your thoughts into two categories, the controllable and the uncontrollable. The uncontrollable is what has happened and the controllable is the mindset we can have. We can realize, wow, we have two years left on campus when it could have been even longer away and my entire college career can change for the better in these next two years. That's a whole lot different than going in with this approach. COVID wrecked our college career. We have less than half our time here and we haven't been on campus in over a year. Let's just run the clock out. So in order to get to this point where we can change our perspective on the three stages, we're gonna go back to the questions we're asking ourselves. I've mentioned this a lot, but Trevor Moad emphasizes these questions. What challenges do you have to overcome right now? For me, that's focusing way too much on the past. Next question, how do I adopt the right mindset? Again, take the power off of yourself and realize what you can control in the situation and what you can't. Next, what language are you using? Well, I keep using these definite words like always, never, every time. When I say something like, we never have enough time to get everything we want done. Every time I get into a groove, something happens. Why does this always happen to us? All these words are definite words. And when we bring in these types of words, there's an extreme energy that's attached to them that leads to that up and down thinking. And what this up and down thinking does is it knocks you out of the present moment. So if we're going back to campus and I'm like, man, we never have enough time, this always happens to us. My mindset of the time I have will be a lot different than if I focused on all the opportunities that lie ahead. So by replacing this language with kinder, more gentle words with a positive twist on them, it can change your days drastically and those days add up. And the point is, and this is with everything in your life right now, not just college students, the types of feelings we're experiencing can either be lack and disappointment or excitement. And our circumstances can be very similar. It's difficult to deal with time passing by. This has been a real struggle for me, is realizing that the days go by quicker. And you might be listening, you might be like 50 years old and you'd be like, screw this kid. This dude's like 20 years old. He's got his whole life in front of him. And he's telling me that time's flying by. And like a week when you're 50 goes by a lot quicker than a week when you're 20 because a week when you're 50 is a lot smaller of a percentage of your life. And again, for being 20, a week when you're 20 goes a lot quicker than a week when you're seven because again, it's a smaller percentage of your life. But focusing on the little parts of language and the different stages of thinking we can adopt, we can turn that feeling of lack into feelings of excitement for our years ahead. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this talk and that this helped you a lot. And if you did, please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can go to 19-Year-Old Shrink Podcast or my personal page, WJG23. Both of them are on Instagram. But thank you, everyone, and have a great rest of your day. Take care.